More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Third hour of the Clay and Buck Show is underway right now, everybody. Thanks for rolling with. 800-282-2882 if you want to chat with me. Ask Buck anything this out. Well, not anything, but, you know, within reason. Uh, And I'll address it as best as I can. Uh, And I had told you I would get into this, uh, the the issue here of of crime and policing. Because I have not seen the kinds of changes that we should see at this point, given what has happened nationally and in major cities with regard to major crimes and the issues uh, are pertaining to law enforcement. And you may have seen, this is getting a lot of attention because it's on video now, with, with these uh, ring cameras. I mean, there's cameras everywhere these days. We all carry cameras. It is interesting to me that we are in a virtual surveillance state already. There's video of stuff going on all over the place all the time. We all carry cameras on us. We have instant connectivity, instant ability to call the police. And there's more cameras now than there has ever been in the history of the world. So you would think that it would be a lot easier to bring down crime, right? When you add the technological component to this, think think about what it was like. I had mentioned, I had mentioned say, uh, the, the Death Wish movies with Charles Bronson on the show, I think, a few weeks back. And... Not my favorite action films by a long shot. I mean, they're okay. Uh, But they really captured the psyche of of the moment because people felt like in cities they were constantly unsafe, and they were, and the numbers showed that in in places like New York in the 70s, really all the way through into the late 90s. But if you saw a crime happen, you would have to find a way. First of all, you weren't able to video it. There wasn't likely to be any actual video of the event unless maybe you were at a you know a convenience store or some location that for security reasons had installed the camera now there are cameras all over the place but you would have had to run in the pre-cell phone era i guess find a pay phone dial 911 technology should have made a lot of this and has made i would argue a lot of this much easier yet we still see places notably like chicago 
where the crime situation is something that they can't, they just cannot get it under control. Even though we have better comms, better, they, they have better analysis and technology and tracking than ever before. There's this video of a robbery victim named Diana DiGiacomo in Chicago. And she, here she describes what you, you might have seen this video. It was up on Fox. Uh, we can put it up on, on clayandbuck.com. Just you see broad daylight, woman walking her dog. Some guy just gets out of his car, runs up to her, sticks a gun in, in her face. Here's what she says happened. Play 18. Having a gun shoved like right here and, and he's holding it sideways like this. Then when he pointed at the dog, I was like, okay, just, just whatever you want, take it. He just grabbed my purse and ran. And I just thought, okay, I just, I just got away with my life and my dog's life. Think about the mentality of this individual. You're running up to someone's grandmother, pointing a loaded weapon at her, threatening to murder her. And also point a weapon just for the additional emotional impact of this woman who is facing possible execution in broad daylight. This is in the Lincoln Park area of Chicago. This is a fancy neighborhood in the street. And points the gun at her dog, too. Points the gun at her dog just to really bring home the terror. And then I believe they went through her purse, found her car keys. I suppose they had surveilled her before this. And then went and stole her car as well. That was what they were really after. Um, this is an individual who should be taken, the, the perpetrator of this crime should be taken out of society uh, for decades at a minimum, right? Should have to pay a, a very serious price. Uh, and yet, will that happen in Chicago? Well, you know, in Chicago, after an armed robbery like this, are the cops even able to pursue? Not at high speeds. Are the cops able to chase on foot if they think they see this individual? Probably not. They've changed so many of the rules in recent years. And in fact, they just had the governor Pritzker, who, you know, looks like what have happened, what would have happened to all of us if the COVID lockdowns had been extended for about a decade and all we could do was watch Netflix and eat Cheetos. Pritzker signed this, uh, this safety act that lowers lowers uh, incarceration time for people. That That is essentially meant to make it harder for cops to do their jobs and make it easier for criminals to get away with what they're doing. This stuff doesn't seem to change in these cities. They don't seem to care about what the real impact will be. I take you now to New York City, where they have, as of today, a a settlement filed with the... With, uh, sorry, filed today is going to stop NYPD officers, according to the New York Times, from detaining people uh, detaining people at length as they check databases for reasons to arrest. At length. They don't, they don't hold them for that long. This means, let me tell you what this is, okay? Cops, if they stop somebody, if they think that somebody is... Per, you know, is, is in the commission of a crime, and they think somebody might be selling drugs, carrying a weapon... They're allowed to go up and and speak to them, and they can ascertain who this individual is. If they have an articulable suspicion that they are, are committing a crime, there's some reason for them to talk to them. And then it is it has been common practice for the cops to go, all right, well, since we're in a conversation, and I think something was a little, little bit off here, I am going to just run to see if you have any outstanding warrants. That's all. 
any outstanding warrants. This is about as much of an infringement on someone's someone's time and and rights and and you know psychology as you know you get pulled over. A cop says, you know, I think I think you swerved a little bit in the lane there. They pull you over. They ask for your license and registration. They run it and they come back. They hand you back your card. And if there's no problem, there's no problem. This has happened to me. I just got pulled over. Um, down here in, in Florida, I had, it was a license plate thing, a registration issue. It was nothing. The cop and I talked for a second. I was very polite. He said, sir, you know, I, I can't really see your plate with where it is. Can you fix it differently? You know, we just talked. But he wanted my license. He went back to his car. He checked it out, came back, fine, went about my way. I, I don't find this to be some egregious, horrible abuse of of police authority he had a reason to stop me he told me what the reason was i understand the reason we addressed the issue went about my way law enforcement has to have some ability to do these things right there has to be some ability to stop and talk to people and ascertain what a situation is if we're just going to have it oh my gosh felony in progress is the only thing a cop is allowed to intervene on we're in really bad shape but what this new agreement in new york says is that a cop can no longer, if they stop you because they think you have a gun in your waistband, right? Let's just say that's what they stop and they talk to you. And then they say, all right, I'd, I'd like to see some ID. They can't then go and run a check to see if you are, uh, if you have any outstanding warrants. Who is this keeping safe exactly? I mean, what, what is really the purpose of, of this change in the rule? Well, as we know, what they're saying is that this is discriminatory, that the cops who do this are racist, and and yet when you look at what the impact will be to the whole of New York City, there are certain areas that have much higher crime than others. Those areas are disproportionately uh, minority areas of the city, particularly black and Hispanic majority areas of New York. I know this very well. I worked for the NYPD Intelligence Division. And so the people most likely to suffer from serious crime are in fact the over 99 percent of residents of these areas who are predominantly black and hispanic who commit no crimes who just want to live their lives but they're the ones they're they're law-abiding americans and they're the ones who suffer because left-wing libs and the aclu are constantly finding new ways to make it harder for police to do their jobs. One of the biggest benefits of broken windows policing, which people talk about less now than they used to, but because of its success, it was considered a a gold standard approach to turning a place, turning a city around. Uh, Because of the approach where you enforce the laws at all levels, you know what happens? The person who... Jumps the, the the classic example is the person who jumps the turnstile, which now, as you know, they even considered some policy in New York where they were going to change the turnstiles to make it harder because people are just jumping turnstiles all over the place again. That graffiti, drug use in the streets. These are this is the decay, the urban decay that just compounds and makes everyone less safe, makes businesses pull out, makes people people feel like they got to live somewhere else. This is how it happens. And and yet, if you actually enforce laws about things like turnstile jumping, what you find is you grab the person who jumped the turnstile, you check them for warrants. That is, in many cases, going to be the person you are looking for who is wanted on an attempted murder charge and is part of a gang. 
who's wanted on uh, on a, on a rape charge or on a sexual assault charge or any number of serious felonies but that interaction with police allows for the incarcerate for the incarceration and then the facing of, of the justice system for the people who are committing these crimes it's very straightforward stop question and frisk they call it stop and frisk, but it's actually stop, question, and frisk is the way the policy was implemented. They got rid of that in New York. Has that made New York safer? Well, since they got, they're going to say it's not it's not causation, it's correlation. Yeah, yeah, sure. Since they've gotten rid of it, New York has gotten much less safe. There's far more criminality. But, oh, it was, it was a discriminatory practice, they said. It was wrong. It was unconstitutional, all this kind of stuff. And we say, all right, well, now people suffer. Now people suffer from... More gunshots, more stabbings, more robbings, more rapes, more assaults, more car theft, more burglary, all of that. You know what Democrats say in response to all this? It's a price we have to pay. Social justice means no actual justice in these cities. It means the justice system is completely limited in what it's able to do. And it's undermined at every turn. And the libs don't care. They don't care. They think this is the price we have to pay for a more equitable society. And I think that's such a perverse view of it, because as I've said, you have even in the highest crime neighborhoods of of any American city. It is if you are talking about a a predominantly, uh, let's say, a predominantly black and Hispanic neighborhood, which is what you get in the South Bronx in New York, in uh, places like Bed-Stuy is now transition to a kind of a, a hip place, but uh, Brownsville, East New York, places out in, in Brooklyn and Queens uh, where there's much higher crime rates. The people living there are living there and they're not committing crimes. It, it is less than 1% of these communities that are committing the crimes and they're mostly committing the crimes against their neighbors and the other people who live there. And so higher crime rates disproportionately affect minorities in high crime neighborhoods who are the very people that Democrats in safe neighborhoods, I'm talking now mostly uh, or, or predominantly white Democrats in safe neighborhoods of major cities, pretend to care about the Nancy Pelosi effect. Nancy Pelosi knows nothing about what it is to be a person who is working class, who is struggling in a high crime neighborhood, and she doesn't care. She cares about whether she gets put on the cover of Vanity Fair and MSNBC talks about what a hero she is for social justice. Same thing with Chuck Schumer. Same thing with AOC. Now, these people live in dangerous neighborhoods. They have no idea what it is to be worried about their safety. And you know, some of you say, oh, look at Nancy Pelosi, what happened to Paul Pelosi, to which I say, yeah, where is the body cam footage, by the way? Have you seen it yet? I haven't seen it yet. I'm just curious. I would like to see the footage because we would see the footage in any other serious police incident, wouldn't we? Seems a little weird, doesn't it? Seems a little weird. My fellow uh, gun owners out there, you know how expensive ammo has become. It's gone up some 55% in the last year. That makes it so much more expensive to train and keep your skills sharp. But there's another way, an all-electronic way, through something called the Mantis X, to keep your skills sharp at the range. Mantis X is a dry-fire practice tool. That means it's ammo-free. Mantis X is an electronic way to improve your shooting accuracy, and it is so effective. 94% of everyone using it improves their shooting after just 20 minutes' time. 
You attach your Mantis X to your firearm like a weapon light. You can use it at home or at the range for training extend instead of expensive ammo. The Mantis X gives you data-driven, real-time feedback on your technique and guides you through drills and courses. It's really cool, very modern technology, and it's a whole lot of fun to use and practice with. Plus, the Marines and the Army, they're using this, and they're making their shooters better as a result. It's military-grade technology at an affordable price. The Mantis X is a must-have for every gun owner. Get yours online at mantisx.com. That's M-A-N-T-I-S-X, mantisx.com. Inspiring you to seek out the truth. The Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on prize picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance, so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the prize picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. We value the heroes from our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. So does an American company whose entire mission is built around serving this deserving group. GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these types of jobs, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's easy and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. 
GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. You know, they've got some of the data, additional data out about Sam Bankman-Fried. Billionaire Frodo Baggins, as I call him. I just wanted to change the world for the better. I was just going to get rid of climate change. And I was going to pay off all the Democrats and all the big lib news outlets. And then I was going to live in my vegan sex commune with 20 other people that was paid for by people that I defrauded. And yeah. I mean, that's pretty much... What we know about Sam Bankman-Fried at this point, although there's some additional information out there about just who was getting the money, right? That old, old important thing to keep in mind, follow the money. Uh, This is from the Twitter account Unusual Whales, which is verified. And he has the money here from Mr. Sam Bankman-Fried. This is going to be one of the biggest frauds we have seen in a long time. That's pretty clear at this point. Bankman-Fried has has been arrested. He is in a Bahamian prison. And it's fascinating um, to see how the live media is now finally, finally deciding that they're going to cover this story. Um, Here we go. The people who got the money, because they kept saying, Republicans got the money, too. It was the Republicans. Okay, hold on a second. Yes, there was some money given. You can see on this chart. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine sources, Republican uh, sources. And that includes such Republican stalwarts as Lisa Murkowski for Senate. Hmm. Almost like they were giving money to Republicans, including in the primaries, who would be the best for Democrats. Oh, interesting. You had Collins for senator also got money. But, you know, Susan Collins. Yeah, that hardcore right winger Susan Collins. She got money from this guy. She got money from Sam Bankman Freed. What's weird is I don't see any any right wingers i don't see any money going to you know uh blake masters or ron desantis or kemp in georgia or or our, our buddy ron john up in wisconsin i don't see any money going to any you know like republican republicans turns out when you look at the details all of a sudden the story becomes a lot more clear doesn't it Small businesses, my friends, are benefiting from a little-known IRS refund plan. If your business has five or more employees and manages to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. This isn't a loan. There's no payback. It's a refund of your taxes. How do you get your business this refund money? Go to GetRefunds.com. Their tax attorneys are specialists in this little-known payroll tax refund program. They do all the work with no charge up front and simply share a percentage of the cash they get for you. Businesses of all types can qualify, including those who took PPP, nonprofits, even those that had an increase in sales. The team at GetRefunds.com has already returned over a billion dollars to businesses, and they can help you as well. 
Just go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, and answer a few questions. This payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time. Don't miss out. Go to GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com. No risk, high reward. GetRefunds.com. On the front lines of truth. Sam Bankman-Fried is not on Santa's good boy list. That is for sure. Uh, he has he has been naughty. He has not been nice to the many, many people that he allegedly defrauded out of billions of dollars. And there are a lot of people that might have something to answer for here um, because there are he, he gave money to a according to the Daily Mail here, a quarter of Congress. Now, they keep saying 130 Democrats, Republicans, and Biden. He gave a lot of money to Biden. Um, But when I looked at, unless the data that I saw is wrong, he gave money to a handful of Republicans who were the least Republican Republicans you could find and also was giving money uh, to try to steer in the prime. It it also seems he might have been giving money to uh, try to steer in the primaries more either beatable or weaker candidates. So, yeah, Sam Bankman-Fried is a huge lib, obviously. Now, even for someone who has an ideological affinity for one one side or the other, paying off everybody when you're scheming people out of billions of dollars, when you're taking billions of dollars of investor money away uh, or lighting it on fire, spending it on other things, uh, that's just, that's just pretty sound practice, right? It, bribe everybody to the degree that you can or you think you need to. But I think it's very clear that overwhelmingly these were left-wing causes because the apparatus of power and control in this country is left-leaning. Media, academia, Hollywood, corporate America. Corporate America is, it's funny because you have all these people that are like, yeah, like, we stand against the man like we're super progressive we're like socialists brought to you by amazon i mean they are such phonies such phonies because corporate america's gotten all left-wing too they think they can get away with left-wing politics while while selling you whatever products it is that they have online or on shelf and hopefully that's going to change if that doesn't change by the way conservatives i think we just end up end up losing in the long run, it's impossible to compete with the other side when they have so much more money, power, influence at their disposal. Doesn't matter what our ideas are and their ideas are. They, they just have better machinery to get their way on their side. Uh, but I, I think the other part of this that will likely come out. Here we go. 46.5 million in Sam Bank and Free donations to political groups. He gave $27 million to protect our future. That's for Democrats. He gave $5 million to the Biden 2020 campaign. That's a nice little donation, isn't it? A million dollars to Beto O'Rourke. I like never, I never would have taken that money if I had known that it was like totally stolen from like the people that I so care about. Also, I want to take away all your guns. Um, Representative Hakeem Jeffries got $5,800. Mitt, R- Mitt Romney, <laughs> of course. <laughs> this is the thing. They say, but he donated to Republicans, too. He gave 5800 bucks to Mitt Romney. Uh, let's see. Susan Collins, 
5,800. Cory Booker, 5,700. Josh Gottheimer, 5,800. Uh, and there's more and more and more. And then you get into all the packs. So much money going to all these packs. Remember, this is just the FEC, Federal Election Commission stuff. This is just the, the what's been accounted for. The uh, guy in charge of the bankruptcy of uh, FTX has already come out and said, look, they, they basically weren't keeping records. And we're talking about crypto here, which, if you know what you're doing, is very easy to transfer uh, without the source of it being known. Who knows where all these different accounts and funds and everything. Remember, he set up in the Bahamas for a reason to evade regulators and scrutiny and to have a free hand to do whatever he wanted to do i think and i i see this from you know elon musk is a super obviously a super intelligent guy who also understands corporate finance and how you can move money around and all that kind of stuff elon says that he thinks that bankman fried gave away right now it's the 70 million that is listed on the fec that has shown up in fec records 40 million to uh to Democrats they say 30 million to Republicans but as I'm talking to you I can say yeah but the Republicans they gave money to were like not you know they're not really the Republicans that are going to do anything is the point trying to help for example Murkowski defeat Kelly Shibaka right well that's really helping the Democrats cuz Murkowski will go along with Democrats but that's the second layer uh beneath all this but I also think it is likely we will find out that There was a whole lot more money given to Democrat interests. We know that he was donating to different media entities and organizations, and that was just buying more of the positive coverage. This guy was they really ran front cover stories at at all kinds of what do you call them? Um, Financial publications, you know, Fortune magazine, stuff like that. They said he was going to be the world's first trillionaire. Little billionaire Frodo Baggins was going to be the world's first trillionaire. I had a trillion dollars so now I can defeat climate change and do all the other very important world-changing things. What did this guy actually even create? That's what's so fascinating. What really was the product? It was all based on trust. He created, effectively, a bank for crypto. You give me money... I buy the crypto in your name and hold it for you, and then you can sell it one way or the other. Kind of like when you give, you know, you give a major bank your uh, your deposit. You give them your your money, your U.S. dollars. Except he did this for crypto, so the whole thing was really just about trust, which is why the collapse of this is rooted in very very straightforward, very simple thing. You couldn't trust this guy. He's totally untrustworthy. It's a scam. Billions and billions of dollars, big celebrities kissing up to him, uh, government regulators meeting with him. And who I am, I am honestly amazed by this. It's true of Elizabeth Holmes as well. For those of you who remember, she's I think she's got like a, a nine years in prison now for the Theranos fraud. Uh, who sits down with these individuals and is so entranced and impressed by them? Because when I see them, I go. This is so obvious, it's so transparent, but they must have some skill set where they're able to get otherwise very bright, very discerning, and in many cases, ruthless people to just go, yeah, you're a genius. 
I'm going to give you all my money. What? Or all my investors' money. Uh, they're going to slow roll this, though. They're going to slow roll this thing because when you see the full extent of, I mean, Elon said it's a billion dollars he's given out to different interests. You can buy a lot of people off with a billion dollars in bribes. When was the last time you heard about anyone bribing the establishment with a billion, with a billion dollars? You know what I mean? That's, that matters. That can get a lot of people to look the other way while you're doing things. They don't want to tell you, they don't want to tell you, they don't want to show you who he was giving this money to. Yeah, I understand the FEC stuff has come out and that looks pretty bad, but oh, I think it's going to get a lot worse. And you're going to see that he knew, he knew how to play this whole system and he knew whose palms to grease and how to, how to make it happen. You know what my friend Sam Bankman Free could definitely use these days? Higher testosterone. He's like, ah, it was terrible. The food in prison is horrible. The guy could use some higher T levels would be very helpful right now. And you see this with a lot of these, a lot of these libs. They're just lacking in testosterone and therefore lacking in the fortitude and the drive and focus necessary to get through their day. I want to send some chalk to my friend Sam. He's not my friend, but to Sam Bankman Freed. He would really benefit from some chalk right now. Chalk is 100% focused on giving you the energy, focus, and drive you need to succeed every day. Chalk has made it their mission to provide a set of daily supplements that make both men and women feel better, and they're succeeding beyond their wildest dreams. Everything this company works with is based on natural supplements. The Male Vitality Stack, for instance, is a a set of three different herbal ingredients. The leading one is proven to increase testosterone levels in men by 20%. Their female vitality stack is comprised of ingredients that focus on hormone health and healthy collagen levels. To meet someone regularly relying on chalk is to be in the presence of someone full of life and energy and drive. Go online now to chalk.com. That's spelled C-H-O-Q.com. Use my name, Buck, for 35% off any chalk subscription for life. That's chalk, C-H-O-Q.com, and my name, Buck, for that 35% for life savings. A great deal from a great company full of patriots who care about your health. Chalk.com. Helping you separate truth from fiction every single weekday. The Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. As someone who served our country in the intelligence community, I appreciate companies that back our nation's service community. One company that does it best is GovX. 
If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. GovX offers unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands, sports and entertainment tickets, travel deals, the list goes on. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for the things you love. GovX also donates a portion of every single order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. When you shop on GovX.com, your orders make a meaningful impact. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com, that's GovX.com, and join a community of more than 8.5 million patriots and pros. It's fast, easy, and free to join. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. We're going to be closing up shop here in a few minutes on Clay and Buck. Uh, Clay is having a great time with family on vacation today and through Monday and Tuesday of next week. I will be in solo, therefore, Monday and Tuesday of next week, live with you here on the Clay and Buck show. And then I'll be on vacation, and Clay will be taking over Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of next week and uh it's gonna be a fun time to hang out the week the week of christmas looking forward to uh all of that holiday cheer for sure and i wanted to get to some of your calls we have oh sam in moscow idaho uh sam i know you called in with it with a historical drama suggestion for me but i just want to know how how's moscow idaho doing i mean it's Obviously, in the news for the very tragic reason, how are the people of Moscow doing these days? Well, you know, it's tense, and a lot of the students have chosen to do remote learning until their summer resolution, which I hope is soon. And the only new news is the car they're looking for that was seen near the crime scene and then later on a video camera at a service station. But... That's about it for that. Does it feel a little eerie on the streets at night there? Are people, is is it that level of anxiety still, or have things calmed down? You know, I live outside of town. I don't go to town all that often, so I can't really speak to that. Well, so ho- hopefully the police saw, you know, get a big break in this one soon. Anyway, Sam, I know you called in about something else, so what have you got on your mind? Yes, there's a series I think you would like on Netflix called The Resurrection. It's about the early formation of the Ottoman Empire, the Turkmen tribes coming together and fighting, fighting the Byzantines and the Templars 
to the west and the Mongols sweeping in from the east. Uh, I mean, that does sound uh, right in my wheelhouse. Is it is it dubbed it or is it in English? It's up there with the last kingdom. Is it in English? Um, English subtitles. It's in Turkish. Subtitles. That's what I figured, yeah. You, usually, usually you don't have an English... Uh, English-made movie or movie made in English that has the Ottomans as like the 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 protagonists, um, but that'd be interesting for sure. I I actually will check that out. So thank you, uh, thank you very much. Yeah, I, I love The Last Kingdom. Um, trying to think of right now, I'm I'm reading a book on James Monroe that I find pretty good. Um, I've read books on other other Monroe is not really a founding father, but some people start to say that he's. You know, should be a, an ad, a founding father adjunct, I guess. Um, but I'm reading a book about Monroe. I don't have anything particularly good I'm watching these days other than, uh, I have, I, there's also an L, I think there's a, uh, sort of a Spanish El Cid documentary, uh, a Spanish El Cid documentary that is, not documentary, sorry, series. That's, that's pretty good. So look, other countries are making, are making much better content than ever before. Uh, which is a great thing, uh, especially in the historical genre, because I, I would love to see some really excellent productions that look at, you know, I've always thought, for example, if you're looking for a biography that I bet very few of you, just because it wasn't that well known, there's some biographies you bring up, oh, I've either read that one or, you know, you bring up um, William Manchester's The Last Lion about Winston Churchill or William Manchester's American Caesar about Douglas MacArthur, two phenomenal biographies. Now, the Last Lion is only one in a series of three, and the third didn't really get finished, so it's really, there's two. Anyway, um, what was I talking about? I completely lost my train of thought on what, oh, uh, sorry, that happens when I'm talking books. I get too excited. The Peter the Great, uh, the Peter the Great biography written by Robert Massey is phenomenal. And I think you could make a really interesting movie. It's been a lot of a lot of interest in Russia these days in general. You could make a really interesting series on Peter the Great. But you know, for American audience, it might not happen. So you'd probably need some other, you know, production studio, you know, production with like the BBC filming in Hungary or something. You might be able to do uh, do that. Um, but that's an amazing. You know, the Swedes were badasses too. People forget this. The Swedes were a military power. The Swiss. We think of them now for their excellent watches and their chocolate, but you go back into you know the Renaissance period and the, the people were hiring the Swiss as mercenaries all over Europe. So you know this, things change. You know things change. Be surprised. Uh, let's see. We have by the way that Resurrection show actually looks pretty good. Thank you, Sam. Uh, my team already pulled this one up. Kevin in Pennsylvania says he was in Eagle Pass, Texas last year and saw some interesting stuff. Kevin, what do you have for us? Yeah, so last year in Eagle Pass, you know, I spent nine days down there with my family. And, uh, you know, we had tough times finding hotels and things because of all the law enforcement from other states like uh, Florida and North Dakota. You know, everybody looks at the cost of all the immigrants coming over, but look at all the the money like Eagle Pass is spending to try and keep their their city safe uh, from all the illegals, you know, the border wide open there you know i was down along the river and i talked to some agents and i said you know why are all the gates open and don't get me started you know the administration and it was a really eye-opening experience that i think a lot of people should see you know even maybe our president ought to go down there and and take a look for himself 
I mean, you and I both know Biden's not going down anytime soon. Thank you uh, for calling in, uh, Kevin. Tell us what you saw that in Eagle Pass. I mean, I tell people this way. If you, if you told me that I had to run an experiment where I was going to try to get into the U.S., not even as a surrender, but as a gotaway. So if you just said, Buck, I'm going to drop you in, you know, drop me somewhere in, in, uh, you know, northern Mexico and say, I want to see if you can get into the United States illegally and make it through border patrol i would think uh i mean i'm not as fleet of foot as i used to be in my 20s but i would think that uh i have a 90 percent chance of getting into the country honestly just knowing the basics about how overstretched border patrol is what they're dealing with what the tactics are that the cartels use now i might have to pay off the cartel to do it but i'm just saying that's how easy it is to get into the country now i think nine out of ten times i would get through as a gotaway, not even as a surrender. Um, I promise Monday, Tuesday, we'll have more holiday cheer for all of you. I know we did a lot of news today, but we had a lot of news happening today. And uh, it's always an honor to get to hang out with all of you. Thank you for joining in from uh, across the country. Uh, I try not to get uh, too too nostalgic and too, um, too emotive here at the mic, but as we're closing up another year here on Clay and Buck, it is such an honor to be in... Uh, in this role on this show, co-hosting it with Clay every day and getting to talk to all of you. You're such a fantastic audience of amazing patriots, and we're really honored every day. I mean, I, I feel very lucky to be able to do this job, and I bring everything I can to it. Clay brings everything he can to it every single day. Back with you on Monday. Have a fantastic weekend, everybody. Talk to you soon. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.